0: gentlemen back at it again y'all didn't know what was going on or whatever we got the cup in full effect all the good stuff stuff and everything we're gonna talk about why you know it's only one this week or whatever but another northern jam-packed high octane edition of live from the nosebleeds or whatever before we bring in you know what i'm saying returning I mean, he's bigger than a guest and everything, whatever, co-host or whatever. Of course, at this point, before I break him in or whatever, y'all already know the um, vibrations or whatever. Remember, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend and tell a friend. Links and everything in the bio description all the good stuff below. Um, make sure to check it out or whatever. And we're going to be having a new playlist up. I cannot remember what in the world I call the June one, but we're going to be working on that. And we're going to give it to you early or whatever. Available on Apple Music and Spotify. Make sure to go check that out and everything. And, of course... By the time you're listening to this or whatever, make sure that next day, 12 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, noon, Saturday. Make sure to pull up or whatever. We are going to link it or whatever. The homie Nick Thick, Nick Terrio is having another tournament or whatever, you know, the double team co-op tournament. That your boy Mook Dog will be commentating again or whatever, you know, back by popular demand. Big shout out myself. Big shout out Nick, of course, and everything. Big shout out to homie Eddie Riz, you know what I'm saying, Helly, Ainge, you know what I'm saying. We bringing it back, whatever, commentary teams. And we're going to see and find out more tomorrow or today by the time you guys will be hearing this or whatever on who's going to be on what side of the bracket, blah, 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 how it's going to work and everything. Nick's figuring all that out and everything. Got to shoot, bro, some love. And, you know, we're going to talk about that at the end and everything. I'm going to put Nick's Twitch in the bio description and everything. If you're not following the homie, go check him out. But, of course, make sure to go check him out so you can see me, you know, listen to the baritones and everything or whatever as far as the commentary. And we will give you more information or whatever on how you can actually catch me live, me and Sadie Mae Commentating this game or whatever, I feel like will she can she be calm for the five hours it took to do the tournament last time? Hey, you know, first time for everything. But with no further ado, whatever man, I'm gonna bring in co-host of the year Philly fanatic, um, Philadelphia hater, literally or Philadelphia hater, you Philadelphia guy, a hater of all everything else that's not, and of course you know salvaging because. He told he literally predicted what happened with his boys or whatever. But Hunter D. Marketo, how we doing? How we living? How's everything with you? And then tell the people what we will be discussing on today's show, bro.
1: Why do you make me sound petty? I'm not a petty person, bro.
0: Guys, this is from the person that literally <laughs> we did an NFL pod a couple of years ago. And I said, what was your name the episode? And he said, go, go, petty rangers. So, okay,
1: but you're not petty. Stop the cap. That ain't me. Anywho. Anywho. How, how we living? What's up, everybody? Uh, I appreciate you uh, Appreciate you uh, coming on by, giving us a listen. I uh, hope you liked the episode a couple weeks ago where we kind of gave a brief overview. Um, overview, excuse me. Today, oh, today, we'll be going over both of the North Divisions in the AFC and the NFC. Uh, briefly kind of going over what we're looking at as far as... Uh, um, What major outlets, particular Bleacher Bleacher Report for this one, Uh, what they're looking at projections. I'm going to give Mook my projections, which, top secret, he hasn't heard yet. So y'all going to hear it at the same time. He does. Uh, And then we're just going to kind of break down every team and uh, see where we we can go from there. But uh, Mookie, let's go ahead and get started, buddy
0: excited for this, excited for all of these and everything. Hope you guys are ready and everything, because Kettle say, yo, move. You know, NFL, man, we got to bring it back. Unfortunately, like, you know, last year we got off or whatever, but we we'll back. It's all goodie, man. We had so, to turn um, that six
1: upside down. It's a nine now. It's a nine
0: now! Yes, sir! You already know. Also, you <laughs> we'll know, whatever. I did it last time. I had to do it again. I just popped open a Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea just for you.
1: Oh, God.
0: All right. So, um... First, let's go ahead and through the North and everything, man. The in a, the AFC North, with that one being said. And the way it was set up and everything, at least the way the season ended or whatever. Oh, man. Well, so we have their projected standings along with what they went last year or whatever. Can I do the entire North, and then we're going to go through these stories. Are you ready, my good sir? Let's go, let's go. Starting off with the first team of, the Cincy, Natty Bengals, big shout out to homie J mans Big shout, to the <laughs> out Last year they went twelve and four. Which I'm like, wait, wasn't there an extra game? Or am I tripping with one? I don't
1: know. No, 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 there was. But uh, you got to oh, remember, the short. last game of the I'm season tripping. was Bills, uh, Bills, Bengals when Devontae yeah, Hamlin got. I did. Yeah, appreciate that. I'm so, am I mad no, enough? it threw me off too because I'm looking this shit up and I'm like. Am I fucking missing something? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just making sure because I know if I did that shit, y'all be like, "Mook,
0: you, Mook, you can't add motherfucker." And I'm like, "Damn, try get that shit off the airwaves." You hacking. Um, but no. So last year they went 12 and uh, four, and this year they have the Bengals projected at 11 and six. So to start off with this team and everything, man. Um, I'm just going ahead and read all. You know, get these first like three stories that we got for this and everything. I'm going to get a little bit of my thoughts or whatever. Or no, I'm, I'm going to read them off. I a little, Do you have some of your thoughts? And I'm going to go through and, you know, we're going to go back and forth. That sound cool with you? But, but, but. All right. So the Bengals, of course, signed the Chiefs' top five offensive linemen, Orlando Brown Jr. It's going to be Joe Burrow's last year on his rookie contract. And do we feel like anybody else in this division can dethroned Cincy in the now of division, that being the Ravens, the Steelers and the Browns. So you want to go by that one by one or whatever? And we kind of just, you know, you know what do you think about the one? Let's talk about, let's start off with Orlando Brown.
1: Yeah, not so, I mean, Orlando Brown, I don't know if you remember, but Orlando Brown was that dude uh, over in, in Kansas city. And I know that he was, he, he was, I don't know how to put it. He was definitely top five he could have been top 3 um but i do know that uh him going to Kansas City or him going to Cincinnati from Kansas City was not necessarily uh what's the word um expected right i guess um so the fact that he went to the Bengals was was kind of a kind of a big deal um but hey Mahomes, what what Mahomes is losing and Burrow is getting is what Burrow needed. I mean, the the biggest knock on them has been offensive line, and I I mean they've they've gone on to make strides in it. Like I get it, um, but they they needed that, you know. Like the Eagles have Lane Johnson, the the Chiefs had Orlando Brown, you know, the Colts have uh, Quentin Nelson. If you still remember him out of Notre Dame, like a lot of these really success, a lot of these successful teams minus the Colts, uh have that one kind of anchor you know and some teams are lucky enough to have two maybe three but if the 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 Bengals it didn't seem like they had that anchor and so they threw a lot of money at him I think it was like a 65 million dollar contract for four years but um you know the more time that bro can get in the pocket even if it's half a second I mean that's a half a second extra for you know Chase to get extra separation or for him to make a decision that's that's fucking huge for any quarterback
0: now, you hit that right on the head. I was literally going to go and talk about, you know, episodes we've had in the past and literally stuff where it was at one point on where, their
1: offensive line. So. Yes, <laughs> we, we've
0: trashed our old line or whatever. You, for the longest until Chase turned out to be, you know, that guy was like, you know, this is a failure by the Bengals. They should have took, you know, Penny Sewell and everything to, and eventually went to Detroit, correct? Penny Sewage,
1: yep. Penny Yeah, sewage. yeah And that's the me. thing. I tell, I tell y'all all the time. I tell I tell y'all all the time. I am not wrong about these things often, but that Jamar Chase one, I will gladly eat. Hey, understandable. I, I will <laughs> gladly eat it. I'm man enough.
0: So yeah, I mean we we've talked about the line and everything, and I mean we we've had Bengals insider J, um, J mez come in here and tell us or whatever. You know what? There there can be some things or whatever. But I mean, and we know that Burrow is tough or whatever. But you do not want your franchise taking those types of licks.
1: Hell nah. no. Absolutely not.
0: So that's what I got on that one.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I felt like that one was pretty straightforward. Uh, going, I guess, into the next, uh, the last year before Burrow's contract year, uh, I I do think they either picked up an option or extended him one year. I can't remember what it was, but this next year coming up will be the first year. I think he's making like 19 mil or 20 years or, or something. It's it's either late teens, early twenties mil. Um, and so I guess the question is. Do you think we see an extension during the season? Are they they're going to extend them? I mean, I don't think gonna I mean
0: he's extend. I mean, if, if all the talks that are at least from the like you know, NFL pods I hear or whatever is you know, they're really cheap in Cincinnati, whatever. but when you have this type of franchise quarterback, I think it would be absolutely idiotic to not extend now, your question of will it be during the year? I would say if it's not, then you already have a backdoor handshake deal, wink, wink, nod, nod about when it is going to be because you do not want to ruin that, you know, this
1: partnership that you have. The Lamar that. situation. I mean, exactly. Literally. You hit it right on the head. The thing the thing that worries me about that is does Joe take what's best for him or what's best for the team? Because, again, you know, I don't want to knock on the dude, but, like, going back to Lamar, I mean, his contract was fucking insane. Yeah. And, and yeah. so you, you look at a lot of the – the big contracts we had, you know, Daniel Jones is getting fucking bank. Jalen's getting bank, but his cap hits are literally only like thirteen mil a year. I mean, they're super low for some reason. So you got to look at what is what is Burrow gonna do? Because I'll I'll be the first to say, like, and and I've I've come around on him a little bit, uh, and and I've and, and we'll talk about him a little more when we get to when we get to Baltimore, but you know Jackson's deal kind of ties up the Ravens for a while and I'm not I I don't I'm not completely convinced they wanted to do that so it, it kind of makes you wonder how is that going to affect uh you know Joey Tuddy's deal and you know going into a going into like I said the year before his contract year but I, I do think if they if he gets an extension it's definitely going to be in the offseason next offseason um that's kind of what they do with Jalen it's what Lamar or it's what the Ravens not really wanted to do with uh Lamar but uh I I I do think um it's going to be up to him whether or not he he takes the deal that helps out the team more um but if he if he really wants to max out what he can make I mean he he definitely based on performance alone deserves a contract bigger than Lamar's at least in my opinion
0: no, that's 100 percent. I agree with you there. And I guess what I was going to say is, OK, this is what, year four?
1: Three? Um, four? four, right? I, I Yeah, I think because remember his his rookie year, he tore the ACL halfway through. He tore the ACL and then they went to the Super Bowl and then last year. Um, yeah, I, yeah,
0: I think so. I'll double check the facts for you. Okay, I'm just, I am just—I mean, it sounds about right, but I'm just like, with that one being the case or whatever, at least, it's like, okay, it, a deal has to be done. And mm-hmm. I also agree with you where it's like, okay, if you do, like, he, d- he definitely deserves the money. But if you also want to win, it's just certain levels that you can't go, whatever. Also, I feel like the type of dude he is or whatever, I feel like he also would, like, not just, you know, chase, but he would also want his boys to get paid as well. But that's just me going off what we've seen so far, Burrow.
1: Yeah, so he came into the league in 2020. It was his first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he uh, 2021, 2022. So 2021, he made 780 thousand. 2022, he had these are all base salaries. 2022, eight ninety five. This year, he'll be getting paid one point zero one million. Next year, he makes twenty nine point five million, and then he's in he's in uh, unrestricted free agent. So. Like I said, he he's got the case to make money especially when you put, you know, Lamar's been in the league uh, literally 2 years longer than he has, but you know, you could the so one, yeah, one could argue that the resume is almost identical. You right. know, if, if not Joey being better just with the Super Bowl appearance, with being able to play a full season outside of his rookie year and even with that coming back from a torn ACL in his rookie year to do what he's done. You know, his agent could easily look at the Lamar Jackson deal and be like, well, why the fuck aren't we getting that? You know, so um, I'll be interested to see how that goes. Uh, I like to think Joey might help out the team, but, you know, I I wouldn't be opposed to him getting what he deserves. One hundred percent agree with you there. And the
0: last thing we have here, whatever. Are any of these other teams in the AFC North or whatever, can they dethrone? I'm just going to say this or whatever. I'm going to start right here. Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) yeah no he yeah no um Um, Steelers uh, uh, on paper no but I'm never gonna doubt Tom Coughlin with anything of Mike Tom Coughlin good lord Tom Coughlin Mike Tomlin
1: in the pod stop the count
0: yeah good lord I promise I'm not I promise I'm only on drink that's tough bro um yeah I'm just like I'm never going to doubt that man because he just never <laughs> I mean he does not
1: lose. Yeah, last year so I was going through it last year and I'm like, I think yo, damn, I think he went negative last year. And I looked at their I looked at their uh their record and I was like, 9 and 8. No the fuck they didn't. Damn. He he pulled it out. So, well, I, I guess refuses. just making it quick because we're going to we're going to delve into each of these teams, but I guess right, like right. J- just for the sake of, of me getting what I think. Browns know. Steelers know. Ravens maybe, probably not.
0: Maybe, exactly. I agree with that maybe, probably not, because I'm just like, uh, it just turns into, you know, last little second things so or whatever. Um,
1: Speaking of those Ravens, though, you ready to get into them? Mm. Yeah, so we got the Bengals projected first by Bleacher Report at 11-6? and six? Yes, sir. Okay. okay. Going into
0: the Baltimore Ravens, who last year finished 10-7 and seven and – Bleacher Report has them projected this coming up year at 10-7. and seven. I mean, I don't um, hate it. The first question here, alright, you re-sign Lamar and you pair him with Zay Flowers and OBJ. I like hmm. this. I like this. You got a returning J.K. Dobbins? I mean, I like this.
1: Yeah, I, I think and I think a lot of people fail to realize, like, outside of lamar i mean the team was fucking hurt man honestly (laughs) the team was really hurt last year too um i just i guess for me there's just something about them i don't like their makeup right um and so i mean 10 and 7 i can i can see them repeating at, at 10 and 7 maybe sneaking in the wild card game with Pro Bowl backup Tyler Huntley, Jesus Christ. Because
0: also, I was going to say, also every year I feel like they have, like, a game they have no business in winning, and then they lose a game they have no business in losing.
1: Yeah, they would, yeah, they'll, they'll be, they'll be, you know, Patriot like Randy Moss on the Patriots one week, and then the next week they'll lose to Dan Orlowski's Lions. It just, like, it's not, there's no in-between. It's really weird. They're such a weird fucking team, like, if I i I've been a fan of some really inconsistent teams throughout the year, but the Ravens would just be, they would stress me out to watch football even more so than I already am. I'll be completely honest. It's just, it's uncomfy.
0: What about um, Zay Flowers getting him in the draft and then Odell Beckham Jr.?
1: I like Zay. Um <laughs> I'm not saying I. So I'm not saying I don't like OBJ. You said that you pretty much said that kind of the last time. Yeah, we but, but last episode we talked like told, yeah yeah. To, I mean he hasn't played since tearing his ACL two super like a Super Bowl a whole. We've gone through an entire. You know we took a whole season off and he he still hasn't played. Our last episode was based off of the last game he played. So it's <laughs> like you know we 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 don't really know what to expect. I guess. Nah, that's real. That's real.
0: Um, yeah, I'm with you there, whatever. Let's get into, all right, they got the offensive lineman out of Georgia, is it Todd Monkey? The coordinator, the coordinator. Oh the, OC, oh, the OC, the OC, yeah. I heard about him a little bit. Um, Explain, yeah. the, explain him to me or whatever. You, I mean, we both know college football or whatever, but you know, like, these type of dudes. I really just kind of know players. Talk to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like the, what's the word, the resume, I guess, would speak for itself. So. You've got a dude who, you know, he's not – he's not – what am I looking for? I guess NFL experience, obviously, coming from Georgia. Um, I don't know if he's ever had a stint in the NFL before as, like, a positional coach or anything. But, you know, nobody really considered Georgia championship contenders until they did it, and he did it twice in a row. Which is not done often, if you look at the history of you know college football. Probably did it when you know the, the only two teams were Princeton and Rutgers, but other than that, like I hasn't been done. Week hasn't been done often. So, um, and you got a guy that helped develop, you know, Grandpa Bennett at quarterback, and um, you know throughout the years, he's you know you, you've got uh, you, you've just been able to create this high powered offense that. Wasn't pretty every time, but was able to get the job done, right? So um, I don't think necessarily the Ravens needed him. I just think they needed somebody, anybody, except for Greg Roman because that- he, he was kind of stifling the offense a little bit. So I do like that pickup. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I agree with you there, and I mean, I guess my only thing is
0: how will him and Lamar, like, kind of, you know, figure everything out on everything? You know,
1: we'll see. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't really have an opinion on that yet. It's just a matter of, you know, because Lamar's not a bad guy. He's not out here, you know, doing John Morant type shit. It's, you know, he just has a big personality. I, I he just has a big personality. And so oh. I think. It, it's it's just a matter of uh, how the personalities will clash. No, you're good. I was going to trash John Moran some more, but I was like, nah, let me drop it. It's a parade inside my city, eh? <laughs> It's a parade! Of, bah, 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 bah.
0: Oh, never mind. Um, Who said that? The last one, uh, Safety, Kyle Hamilton going into his second year or whatever. What are your thoughts on, you know, like, what he's going to do and just everything to pressure with pressures with him this season.
1: Well, um, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and play like I was 100% about him either uh, last year, but I will say like he, he was probably my most pleasant surprise. I think coming out of like the secondary in the NFL last year, um, you know, the dude, Came in as a rookie, did what he needed to do. Um, I actually want to say he was the highest rated safety last year out of the entire the entire NFL, um, if I remember correctly. I, I want to say I, I looked this up a couple weeks ago for something, but um, I want to say Jimmy Ward was obviously there, um, who I can like now that he's not on that Niners team. <laughs> um, Eric Rowe, I want to say, was on there for Carolina. <laughs> um Quandre Diggs Adrian Amos uh obviously Minka Fitzpatrick you know all those guys and Kyle Hamilton out of Baltimore was the guy leading all of them so I thought that was pretty cool um you know it's just a matter of uh and I'm not talking like I'm I'm talking like he was like five full points if I if I recall correctly ahead of second place so um it's just a matter of you know if he can remain as locked down as he was or so we see all the time, these rookies that have great rookie seasons. And then, you know, in the off season, these coaches learn how to adjust to them. Right. And we we it's all up to the player as to how they're going to adjust after that fact. So, you know, we'll see. Um, I, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing how he will adjust to coaching adjustments. Um but I don't I don't see any reason, I think, from the outside looking in as to why he would change anything up, especially and considering the fact he's fucking 22. Like the dude, the dude's Jeez. got it. Yeah, he's he's got it made 100 percent. I'm super excited. Hell
0: yeah, let's um from there, let's go ahead and get into this bad man that I mistakenly called Tom Coughlin. But like Tom, so good God, yeah, they Y'all are going to not, not let me go through that. Um last year like we said he does not know how to lose they still went nine and eight i'm still trying to figure that out or whatever
1: right because they was listen listen i do want to make it clear this was nothing that had anything to do with kenny Pickett. let's just get that out of the way go ahead i
0: mean i was gonna say we thought it was up they was down down back i week. <laughs> I mean, if you know, you know. But, no, bro, it was, it was it was rough and all that and everything. But, hey, somehow they still managed a way to do this. But Bleach Report has them going into this coming-up season also 10-7. and seven.
1: Yeah. I'm never going to yeah. be shocked or whatever. The I'll, first I'll be was- honest. Like, at first I was shocked because I, I don't see them getting double-digit wins. And then, you know, I'm like, well, let me look at the coaching staff. And I'm like, Mike fucking Tomlin. <laughs> like, considering they went nine and eight last year, uh, that's how I looked at it. I was shocked to see 10 and seven, but then I was like, considering I saw nine and eight last year, would it really be that much of a stretch if they just won one more game? Like,
0: honestly, that, and then I'm really looking at it from this POV too, bro. How long has he been there now? Like, didn't Cowher leave literally in, was that like 05?
1: Oh, oh. Like, uh, I'll get the receipts for you. Yeah, like, I mean, like, he's be- 06, maybe, if I'm tripping? Uh, yeah, I think it was the last Super Bowl win, which was what? No, 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 that was the second to last Super Bowl, so that was... Yeah. I think that was 05, 04, something like that.
0: It's it's just truly insane to me. Like, this man is, he's, he's absolutely just...
1: <sighs> Especially when you consider, like, all the shit he's had to go through. Don't even like, get me started there or whatever. The dude the dude has been through 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was there. I was So he's the second longest tenured active coach in the NFL behind Bill Belichick right now.
0: I mean, just think about it in our lifetimes or whatever, the Steelers have had two coaches.
1: That's crazy. I mean, my god. <laughs> when did um, Cowher when did Cowher start coaching? Like the 90s, I think or something. Are you serious?
0: Yeah, he was he was he was with them most. I mean, I remember him like whenever I was a little kid. Because I'll never forget or whatever. They were like, oh, like he might come to Carolina because his daughter goes to NC
1: State. And I just kept hearing that. And then he just was like, guys, I'm I'm retired. I'm not. I'm not yeah. Retired. A 1992 to 2006. That's wild. Yeah. And he's from Pittsburgh. That's crazy. Left on top, man. That really, that really is wild. He joined. Uh, he went to NC State. Um, Played for the Eagles and then the Browns. And then three years after that, went back to the Eagles and then. Wow. Huh. I mean, go him, I guess. I see you, Queen.
0: Well, since we're talking about absolute, you know, dominance or whatever, let's talk about mediocrity. Um, <laughs> Why does it seem like we have a faith of resurgence in Kenny Pickett?
1: I don't get it.
0: I literally, the funniest thing I think I heard was how many quarterbacks went in, remember all the quarterbacks that were drafted here in the first round, and then Levis obviously fell a little bit, right? Yeah. Everyone literally said, if this, like, if Pickett was in this draft, he still would have been the last quarterback.
1: That's fucking tough, but I don't know if I can argue. No, I think, I think Pickett would have been picked before Levis. Was that before or after you saw the, um, the, the coffee video? I'm a man my business. I'm yeah. Is I, Kenny, Kenny Pickett on that? Okay, one. like if we're talking like mid, is he below mid? I don't think that's possible. Um, it's possible, but so like, like I'm gonna. pull for, up. I cheer for. Um,
0: I, I cheer for Michael
1: Kidd Gilchrist. It's possible. So like you know, everyone threw so much blame, so much blame. On Mitch Trubisky for how the Steelers started, right? Money making Mitch. But then Kenny Pickett and all, all Kenny Pickett came in, they started to win, and all of a sudden they were like, oh my god, like this this guy's just no, that's fucking shit, man. Like Mitch Trubisky really got the shit end of the stick. And if you look at the stats, I just pulled him up, right? Yeah. Per game, Kenny Pickett threw for six yards more. Mitch threw for 0.1 interceptions more per game. They threw the same amount of interceptions per game. Kenny Pickett got sacked more. <laughs> Jesus. The only thing Kenny Pickett brings to the table more than Mitch is rushing yards for a quarterback. And even then, Mitch Trubisky still had more rushing touchdowns per game than Kenny Pickett last year. The only difference is Mitch Trubisky went 2-3 and three in the toughest part of the schedule, and then Kenny Pickett got the ball, and they went 7-5. and five. It didn't have anything to do with Kenny Pickett. I mean, like, what what, what did you want from what, What did you want from Mitch? A part of me wonders if Mitch was set up to be the scapegoat the whole time. And, see, this is a lot because as someone like you who has destroyed
0: Mitch his entire career, even going back to Carolina or whatever, to hear you say this now, I mean, this is a lot. I, this is literally right
1: here. you know how I feel. You know how I feel about football players from basketball schools. Yes. But at the same time. I got to be man enough to admit when someone hasn't gotten their fair shot. It's just like, you know, I'm seeing Dallas fans. Oh, I'm bringing that up already. Already. We're not even on the East. I'm seeing Dallas fans bring up like, like just, and and I can only speak on it because it's my team, but bringing up Jordan Davis and how he's a bust. The dude played like four games last year, you know? So that's going back to Mitch. You gave him five games in the toughest part of the schedule. He produced more than Kenny Pickett in passing categories, but he's the scapegoat. No, that's that's some shit, man. I'm
0: sorry. That's, that's honestly, some shit. you know what I think it is or whatever. Now, call me crazy, but like, honestly, OK, we were talking about this beforehand or whatever, right? Pre-production. Is it wild to say, I mean, they could be the vice versa of each other or whatever. I just think like somebody can go to Miami and they're just great in Miami. Talking about like, the Miami Heat. Yeah. And The same thing with Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, they will be good in Pittsburgh. Will they go to your team and do the same production? Maybe Banks. not, but in Pittsburgh, I mean, yeah. But in Pittsburgh and/or you know, the Miami Heat, they're gonna look like holy, what is this guy? Yeah.
1: No, that's that's fair. I, I think just, we don't just know, It man. goes back
0: to what we said, whatever you know. Like Tom Berlin could probably make me and you look like. I mean, at least we we can. Hey, if me and you can go in there and look like Pro Bowler, um, Tyler Huntley. Yo, Tyler Huntley. That
1: really on on us today. He really is, but he, I mean, we I guess. I guess we deserve it. I mean see, I hadn't even had to do
0: it, but then like back to back years, you've just been like pushing me and I was just like, oh, now it's a running
1: joke. Again, he's earned it. Yes. It's, it's it's not without it's it's not without, you know, being uh deserved, I guess. I thought you were gonna say he
0: earned it like he earned those uh Pro Bowls. Oh okay, um let's go ahead and Done. get to all right. Them losing safety Terrell Edmonds and linebacker Devin Bush. Why'd I put so much emphasis on
1: Bush? If you know, you know. Bush. Man said Bush. Big Bush guy. People know. Big Bush. Big Bushy vibes. Um, Devin Bush was kind of uh, surprising considering he was their first round pick just a couple years ago. Um. And then Terrell Edmonds had always kind of been a big part of their defense. Um, I, he went to Philly, so he, he's not moving far. But, um, no, I think that's that's definitely something to look out for on their defense, uh, it's, You know, especially Devin Bush there in the middle. Not sure if they think they have something better in-house or if they're going to try to make moves elsewhere. Uh, but I, I do expect that defense to give up a few more rushing yards per game this year because of that. Understandable. Just, Definitely gonna have to see. That's my feeling.
0: Uh, last thing about Pittsburgh here. Do we believe the hype that they can be competitive? I think we finally just touched on it or whatever, man. Uh, it's it's Tom Competitive, was. yeah. As long as Tomlin's there, I mean, I believe anything.
1: Trusting Tomlin, he's not even my guy, and I trust in him. Like it, it just it it, it sounds.
0: So cliche, but I mean, until he just falls off or whatever, I'm going to just say, hey, fuck it. Death taxes and Tomlin not going below 500.
1: I'm with it. I'll buy it. Do we got to do the you Browns? Cooking. You said what? Do we got to do the Browns? We can make it quick. <laughs> I mean they're not
0: Cleveland! This is for you! Yeah, um there's, last there's year they really went seven and ten out. Um this year they are projected to nine and eight. Okay, interesting. Shocking. First I, one here or whatever. Um, you know, the nasty man himself or whatever. Allegedly. Sean uh, Watson allegedly. after looking disgustingly rusty in his games he played last year. Will we have a bounce back? Are you laughing at my nose? I am crying at your nose <laughs> or whatever.
1: I mean, that that that's... You can't blame a guy for being rusty, I guess. No, the only thing I'm mad about, the only thing I'm
0: mad about, and this one dude hit it right on the head on a bet, and I should have fucking... And I think I... Is that he paid on for it.
1: the massage first. Jesus Christ.
0: Um... <laughs> no, so it was like, uh, yeah, so you know, blah 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 blah, whatever. And it was it was his first game back. It was his first game back, actually, right? Right, right, right. And they were like, yeah, so I think they had him on like all the like betting joints around 220 yards, like throwing the first game back and this one dude was like bro he hasn't played football in almost like two like a calendar year and a half or whatever yeah there's no way he's getting 220 or whatever bet the under put your life on the under and i put i I, I did the under and then that hit but my other ones didn't hit and i was like motherfucker
1: yeah i mean i don't know like it's like i said like you can't blame a guy who hasn't played ball being to be rusty right but at the same time like it would be one thing if you got a contract that everyone else gets. Yeah. You got an insane fucking contract that might have just ruined the quarterback market for quite literally every other team in the league. Um. So I'm I'm just I'm mm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you can't really afford to be rusty. You know? Oh no. But he can't. Really is, is the question,
0: but now, now he doesn't have the excuse of you know I'm saying this, this, and this or whatever. It's like, hey, like you are you are coming in knowing that you are the guy from day one.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Like, I, I don't know. I just have such mixed feelings about him. Um, Understandably, I don't, I don't really think that what Cleveland gave up. In order to to get him and and you know keep him as a uh as the guy, uh, so far at least hasn't been worth it. And unless they get double digit wins this year, I don't think, in my opinion, it still won't be worth it.
0: I mean, that's, but that's it, just what at this point it is. or whatever too, And I'm not even trying to be rude, but I mean, it's gonna come off this way. It's Cleveland. Like, what else did they have to do?
1: Cleveland. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. It's just. I don't know. Let's let's hope that we're all wrong, and and you know maybe they know what they're doing. But as of right now, it does not appear that way.
0: The second part to this, even if he does bounce back, does Cleveland have enough talent around to support him after picking up Elijah Moore? No. Not only question. am I gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say. Not <laughs> only that, whatever. What about um a fan favorite of mine at least or whatever? Uh, Miles Garrett.
1: They still got miles, but like, and I think I put it in the notes on somewhere. Like it, his his salary cap. He has an out, I think, after the twenty twenty four season, or maybe before the twenty twenty four season. Um, but like, you know, he's his fucking salary cap is kind of killing the team a little bit. The 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 the, the cap hit that he has is kind of killing the team. So I mean, it's. I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to do something because between, you know, they're still they're still paying Amari Cooper. Right. Right. They've got the Deshaun. They've got uh, Nick Chubb still who they're probably going to move this year, depending like just just seeing how much movement there was last year for him. Chubb guy. They picked up the Darius Smith. You're stupid. I just got that. They picked up the Darius Smith. Uh, Take that. Take that. Picked up Darius Smith. Um, still got Miles Garrett, like you said. So I don't know. I just, especially in this division, I I just don't see them. I, I don't see them being anything special. I'll be honest. I think
0: we definitely agree. Whatever. Definitely, they're at the bottom. And only way they're not at the bottom is if something just catastrophic happens to one of the other teams.
1: Yeah, and I guess with that, no one of, wants to see that. With that kind of being our last team uh, for the AFC, AFC. North, um, let me give you what I put. Okay, mm. so I've got a system. I've got this site that I use. It gives you literally the entire schedule in front of you, and you can literally go game by game and then look at what it looks like at the end of the season. Um, And basically, so you don't have to be like, oh, I think this team's going to finish first. I think you literally just keep going game by game by game by game by game. And then at the end of your regular season picks, see who you had picked, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I got the Bengals in first place. Uh, I actually had them at 14 and three. Um, I think the pick up of Orlando Brown is actually going to be huge for them. It's going to be huge for Joe Beezy um to get his uh his his extra couple of seconds in the pocket right i think the Bengals finish first at 14 and 3 i think the ravens finish 11 and 6 um you know your pickups help you win an extra game i don't think that's that crazy to you know ponder i still worry about their inconsistency because it can it can lose them literally you know five games straight if they're not careful right um but I got them at second, at 11-3. and three. Um, And, you know, I have all my standings for every other division, right? And I, I figure when we go over the last one right before the season starts, I'll also give you my playoff picks and stuff. But the Ravens finishing 11-6 and six would put them fifth in the wild card slot uh, in the AFC. In third place, don't punch me, I have your Cleveland Browns. Wow. At 8-9. and nine. I think they go negative, negative. Um, and so that would mean that the Steelers, and like I said, I just went game by game. I didn't worry about numbers, right? I didn't worry about numbers. I didn't worry about anything else. I just focused on each game as it came and how I felt going into the season. Um, I have the Steelers at 5-11. and 11. Good God. You hate um, Kenny Pickett. You it's not hate that, him. It's not that I hate Kenny Pickett. I just don't see him. He's not a hard quarterback to figure out, I don't think and he uh, was close to going 500 last year as the starter and, i mean i just think he gets figured out and doesn't really know how to adjust i think i think pittsburgh fans are so in love with the pittsburgh boy who went to pit being the quarterback for the pittsburgh steelers that they're willing to overlook so much shit that's just how it is and if there's one if there's one fan base other than dallas who overlooks shit for the benefit of their team it's Steelers fans. I'm <laughs> guys, looking at you, guys, Ben running Roethlisberger. Joke, running
0: joke, take a shot every time Dallas just catches a random stray.
1: Looking at you, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, so we've got uh, Bengals. That would make them the two seed in the AFC. I'm sure you can guess who the one seed is. Uh got the Bengals, yeah. the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers. That's that's how we're rounding out the AFC North. That's how we're feeling, Moop. That's how we're feeling. You know, I can't be mad at it
0: because it's your decisions and everything. I mean, and I just, you know, Kenny Pickett
1: could honestly do everything that you're saying, whatever. It's just that bad man Tomlin, boy. I know. That's the only thing that bugged me. As soon as I finished my games, I was like, I need to go back and change some. But if I went back and changed some, then that would, it would ruin the sanctity of what I've created. You know what I'm saying? So I was no, like, I, respect I was it. like, I I just, it. I was like, I just, I got to let it be. I have to let it be. I can't. Can't do this. So it is what um, it
0: is. Um anything before we go into the other side of the Nawath division, aka the NFC.
1: Bengals are definitely Super Bowl favorites still. Hey man. I talked about it and we're gonna
0: talk about it more when we get into the East or whatever. Thanks. I've seen that Bengals team at least make a Super Bowl or whatever. I still ain't seen it out of the team in Buffalo that everyone tells me every year, it's their
1: year. Okay. The only team I, from I New wanna York see.
0: I mean, psh, respectfully, they are geography. Geography, Shit's crazy. <laughs> Earlier, when you said numbers, and I was over here, I was just, I was just listening to Larry June, and I heard because he always says numbers, and he'll say some stupid shit like, "And don't check me, don't check me, check the air quality." This is that's just dumb. You know, he says some. He switches up every time, whatever. He'll say some dumb shit of like, "Yo, and don't check me, check your baby mama's side chick."
1: That's so stupid. <laughs> but
0: when you say, don't check me, check the air quality. <laughs> I scream. That's
1: so dumb. <laughs> my God.
0: I'm just sort of saying some random shit I'm like, yo, don't check me or whatever. Check, check whatever soap you're going to Who's
1: going to stop you? That part. You know what
0: I'm saying? That part. Because everyone knows I'm just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So they know it's coming. Yeah, that's fair. On this NFC side, bro, you know, well, let's just go ahead and start off with the Lions. I did never, ever, 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 ever thought we would start with the Detroit Lions. And I'm going to just throw this one out here, too, bro. I'm going to just throw this
1: one out here. I'm catching it already. I'm going to let you know that.
0: Big shout out to homie AJ. I'm always, or whatever. One of the only Lions fans I know in life, or whatever. His beautiful wife, Aaron. And, you know, shout out my little nephew. Ah, ah, You know, much love, Mav. But the Lions, man, last year, they finished 9 and 8. This year, Bleach Report has them projected at 10 and 7. The Lions. Hunter D. Marketo, can we start with the first part of shocked by all this hype of for Lions pride in the offseason? Is it valid? I'm going to let you answer that before I go in or whatever, because I'm just going to say respectfully through all this, but go ahead, my good sir.
1: I'm going to say it's 100% valid, just because like, okay, I understand Jared Goff, whatever. Okay, do you. Fine, I get it. I I understand the apprehensiveness, right? At the same time, we're talking about a Lions team that in the first half of their season... So I'm trying to think. They had, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games from September 11th, RIP, to October 30th, Right? And there was a bye week somewhere in there. And in those seven games, they lost to the Eagles, beat the Commanders, yep. lost lost to the Vikings, lost to the Seahawks, lost to the Patriots, lost to the Cowboys, lost to the Dolphins. They finished out the year, beat the Packers, beat the Bears, beat the Giants, lost to the Bills, beat the Jags, beat the Vikings, beat the Jets, lost to the Panthers, beat the Bears, beat the Packers. And that last one that they beat the Packers, it knocked Aaron Rodgers and the Packers out of, I mean, they swept the Packers last year with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that last game in. was
0: great or whatever, because I remember being mad saying, ah, shit,
1: this is already, this already doesn't matter. All right, damn. Right. So it's, we're looking at a team that's coming off of being like scorching hot. Because, yeah, okay, I get it. I understand like the Bears, right? Um, oh, we will get into them. We'll get
0: into them. The, the, Jake, I love you. Respectfully, I'm gonna start the, it off right now.
1: The Jets of last year, you know, they had they had sauce. Uh, the Vikings, the the you know, we'll get back, we'll get into them. But the Kings of the one possession game, they beat them. Um, <laughs> the Jags with Trevor Lawrence, and I mean, they fucking crushed them, it was like it was like by, by thirty points or something. Uh, the the Giants, who were another playoff team, I mean, they 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 fucking did their due diligence, man. Um, and so I believe the hype, and I and I told you from the minute he was hired, I loved the Dan Campbell hire because I loved you, that the you staff You did because I did
0: not know anything about him or whatever, but what I noticed and saw, like throughout he's a player's coach, was bro. He's a fucking the team player's was coach. really like ready, ready to run through a brick wall for him. And you know we joke and say stuff like that, but that truly means a lot and you see the production in the team and we saw it with this squad in particular
1: it makes it makes a world of difference and you know not to go back to making a personal connection but we've seen it with mike houston right yeah, yeah. i mean i mean we, we, you know we're fans of an east carolina you know college football team that was just completely dead you know scotty montgomery never trust a dude from duke again a basketball school coming in you know and how fucking, that
0: hurt me or whatever because that was a black man bro come on bro
1: like hurt my soul dog and you know, so Mike Houston comes in from FCS at the time, and you know he he's he's hey, done. Hey,
0: side note, never forget too. I want to say, me and you were at that game together. I can't remember if you were there or we were. I don't know what think we sat together, but I think Which we one? opened that game. The one I'm about to mention when he brought in his Jane Madison, his James Madison squad
1: that ran the ball down our throats. Bro, you were at that game. I was in. The, I was. In the, I was in the band. Oh is it, God, was it that long ago? It was that long ago, bro. Good we're Jesus, but, washed. Okay, but, but, okay, true. But also, no, no, you
0: remember that game, though, because, I mean, like, bro, they came in and were like, it's Jay Mads, James Madden. Yeah, Mads. we were like an we're FCS team. <laughs> what are they
1: going to do? This, that, and the third, because we had just and played Western. Ran for
0: almost 300 yards. We had, just played,
1: we had just played Western Carolina the year before. You know what I'm saying? And so Rats. we we thought, surely there is no way possible an FCS school is going to come in and, uh, you know, do what they did. But, um, I mean, they did it, and 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 that's the difference between seeing. I don't know if you ever watched his speeches, but like, you seen what, me a couple. Yeah, what we see Dan Campbell doing with the Lions reminds me so much of what Mike Houston did with. I mean, he. I mean, if you can be a coach and you have your players absolutely, you know, believing in what you, it doesn't. And and it shows in the fucking schedule. What other team starts off one and six and is like, you know what, we still got it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like that's 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 just being a, a fucking player's coach and, and having your guys believe in the message. And I mean, good for him. I think the hype's 100% valid.
0: Understandable. The next one here, let's get into... First okay. Time, long
1: time. Long time listen to first time caller. <laughs> was the success of last season real or was it a fluke? I mean, we just touched on that. I think I I 100% believe it was real. Um, I I will say this, I will say this, because it wouldn't be fair if I didn't give them some some kind of criticism. I'm very confused at the way they drafted. Yeah,
0: can we can we talk about that a little bit?
1: Jamir Gibbs at 12 was mind-boggling,
0: especially when you just got a running back. Was it last year?
1: Mm-hmm. A little odd. And then on top of that, you're looking at. They wanted John Muir Gibbs at 12. They could have got him at 18. And then not to be outdone, they went for not by the Packers, they went for their uh you know, tall stocky white linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like they really could have done they something them the fan favorite. They really could have done something better with their with their picks in my opinion, but at the same time like How we once thought Jalen Rager was it, you know what I'm saying? So I, you know, Uh, you
0: will not let that go, and I love it. Uh, I I I won't. I I was gonna say my comeback to that is, I, 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 the funniest thing I heard was they were ready to get um old buddy that went to Atlanta or whatever, uh Bijan Robinson.
1: Oh yes,
0: yeah. He he, like somebody said the Lions were so focused they were like, okay, we don't care, just uh,
1: draft the next best guy, and then they took old boy from Bama. Yeah, no, I can see that. Because you don't draft a running back at 12, let alone 8, so I'm sure they weren't really expecting it. Right. Yeah, no, I'm with it. I just, I don't know, man. They could have, they definitely could have done something better.
0: The last thing here, after losing Swift, but picking up David Montgomery and the O-line help, how potent can the offense be this year?
1: Well, truthfully, I think, it has nothing to do with Jared Golf. I'll be honest. Is it cool question? Real shit now. Real shit. Is the Jared Golf hype a little bit overdone? No, I don't think so. You think if like he finally just stopped being mid and people are like, oh shit? Well, here's the thing. He went to L.A. Granted, he went to Cal. I get it. But he went to L.A. and in a market as big as L.A., he was expected to be the guy. And they Which? did what they needed to to surround him. And, you know, they went to Super Bowl, but they expected him to be the guy right away. He had to be the guy right away, you know, because the whole team was an experiment. You know, the youngest head coach in NFL history, the first quarterback to be drafted first overall with a losing record in college. Like, <laughs> I was fucking better than Joe Mozilla. <laughs> Fuck Joe Mazzullo. Oh, the um, – so I, he had a lot riding on him, and I think when he ended up having to leave and go to, um, go to Detroit in the Stafford trade, right? Yeah. I think at first he really had trouble kind of coming to terms with it, but now it just feels like, I don't know, especially like with with that run last season, it feels like he now understands his role. Yeah. He doesn't need to be this world beater that gets laughed at every single time he fails. Yet he just needs to do what he doesn't practice. He just needs to do what he doesn't practice and he he needs to do what he needs to do to help the team whether it, it, if it's him throwing for 480 yards or 102. He you know, he he's and that that goes back to Dan Campbell being a players coach he's willing to do anything that Dan fucking tells him to do in order to get the win and i think that shows maturity again you know how i feel how you know how i've spoken about mr Goff in the past so uh, I'm, I'm me as well you know so it's it's kind of nice to see him kind of sit back and be like you know what i'm 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 ready to do what i have to do and he plays the role really well so i don't think it comes down to jared Goff because i think he's gone through that stage of being humbled right and understanding yeah. that, you know what, it really is about team. I think it comes down to whether or not Jameer Gibbs is going to be that dude. Because I'll be honest, I don't think David Mon- I think Montgomery is a little washed. I'll, I'll be completely real. Um, I don't think he has much of a career resurgence. The whole thing reeks of DeMarco Murray going to Philly. Um, Jesus. So I think Jameer Gibbs, I think he's really it, – it's going to come down to if they can get the run game going. Because if they can't, it's kind of curtains, man.
0: Nah, I, I'm with you there. I agree and everything. Uh shout out to Sadie, like also I guess agreeing with us or whatever. Hey, listen, yep. the, the feature. From this point forward, whatever, um, I would just warn um the big homie moss, if you are listening, whatever, I cannot um I, I cannot stop this man from destroying your quarterback and everything. You know I love you. You're actually one of my favorite people and everything. But let's talk about your Minnesota Vikings. In particular, who last year 13 and four still astounding to hear Bleacher Report has them at a projected nine and eight. that is the epitome of the had a spark when you started, but now you just garbage holy shit talking mushrooms so the first one. The Vikings developed their record going undefeated in one-score games last year. Is this success something that could be duplicated? Keto, I'm going to simply ask you yes or no and explain why. <laughs> you this evil villain
1: laugh? Bro, you had 13 wins. 11 of them were in one-score games. Tell me what they did against the Giants, and then tell me again how it's sustainable.
0: Ooh, that Giants game was a little rough.
1: Not know. even a little. Bro. They got fucking manhandled. They thought they was something big and bad, you know, beating Green Bay the first week of the season. And then they go on. Philly clamps them. Justin Jefferson has, what, 18 yards. Then they go on to beat Detroit. They think they're somebody again. They they finish with a 13-4 record. Vikings fans fall over Twitter and they some shit. <laughs> Like, bro, fuck y'all. One, your quarterback's robbing you. I got blocked by a Vikings fan the other day. It was great. But one, your quarterback's... <laughs> Why are you still getting blocked by Vikings fans? Bro, because fuck them. You
0: and Vikings fans and then Dolphins fans. I cannot let you... And,
1: and that little pussy-ass skull chant that for some yeah. reason they think they made up and they have the rights to. No, you guys stole that just like everything else. I, I And... I, I, I I want to say something nice about Vikings fans. It's just hard for me to, you understand that. Like it's, um, cause I, I I'll say a, a compliment about them, but I need time to think about it. No. But I, I just feel like, you know, 11, one score games and a 13 and four record. You really don't have room to talk. Right. Um, and and we'll, we'll talk about Kirk here in a second, but. Oh yeah. I know you ready. You know, you have the corpse of of Dalvin Cook, who kind of came back to life a little bit last year. So it'll be interesting to see how he reemerges this year, if he can reemerge just like he did last year. Um, but the defense doesn't move me. I mean, they had the second worst passing defense last year in the entire NFL. Um, so their defense doesn't move me. Harrison Smith washed. They lost okay. to Darius Smith. Um, so they actually might be the worst this year. Who knows? But uh, the the offense doesn't really, you know, they got Jordan Allison from USC. He was with Kenny Pickett for a couple of years in Pitt. Uh, he, was, he was considered the highest profile transfer when he did leave. So maybe he can do something. Um, I just, I'm not moved by this team. I'm not. Oh, I'm I know. not. I don't I know. I will say they do benefit in being in a weak ass conference. And I think that will play to their benefit. We'll get into that later, but I do think that plays into their benefit. What are your thoughts?
0: Um, I have to agree with you there. We're gonna talk about the rest of this conference in a second and everything. As I have somebody trying to bite my hand now, whatever. Somebody was doing so good while they were asleep. Now they're just up and, yeah. I I already told keto what I think is going on with her. Good God. So y'all's fave, y'all's fave, man. Um, but with that being said. It's your favorite topic and it's been your favorite topic for the last couple of years and everything. So let's discuss contract year for Kirk Cousins.
1: Is this the Vikings? <laughs>
0: Is this the year the Vikings stop lying to themselves?
1: I was hoping you're gonna read my note word for word, bar for bar. God. Because. I'm sorry, like you can put me in front of every Vikings fan in, in the world. And you can read me stat after stat after stat. I don't care. When it comes time to be clutch, he is bad. He doesn't <laughs> perform. He cannot get the win. That's just what it comes down to. I bring it up every year. Chicago put in their second string defense to play Minnesota in the playoffs, and he couldn't beat them in twenty. What was that? Twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen season. Oh, he God. couldn't yeah, do you, it.
0: You had a field day that day,
1: bro. It's unbelievable, but in true Vikings fat fashion, and I genuinely do hope this from the bottom of my heart. I hope he gets a fifteen-year contract extension. Oh my god! Worth eighty million a year, and because of the salary hit, they have to trade Justin Jefferson to the Eagles, where he belongs.
0: Okay, okay, that um, that would mean something. Depending this, um. With the coming up year being the last year on contract or whatever, how will Justin Jefferson's uh, almost contract or almost certain contract extension affect the rest of the team's ability to succeed
1: moving forward? Well, it depends on the quarterback, right? So, like, like I said, it's not this year, but the, this will be this this season will be the the last year before his contract year. So, you know, we talked about it before. Wide receivers are a lot more expendable, right? But when you have a talent like Justin Jefferson, is his extension going to be worth, you know, not being able to get the, you know, Michigan State moron that's currently their quarterback, you know, extended longer? No one asks themselves, do they want to extend him? Right. He is getting kind of old, getting kind of up there in age. And again, he's just not clutch. Um, It's just a matter, I guess, of what, what is it worth? Is it worth? Locking the rest of the team up? Do we want to go ahead and extend him early just so we can kind of get an outlook of what the future looks like? uh, You know, you you just got to wonder, I guess, where is this going to take the Vikings uh, as a team? Um, And again, you know, you look at the NFC North as a whole. You know, there's not going to be much danger, I guess, moving forward. But you do have to wonder, right? Hey man, I told
0: you. Um, for my love of Moss, I'm not gonna completely shit on old boy, but you know how I felt I, I felt about him even before he came in the league, coming out of Michigan State. So, respectfully. Disrespectfully.
1: <laughs> respectfully, disrespectfully. Right. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I did, however, I did think of my my compliment for the Vikings, bro. <laughs> What's that? They made a hell of a stadium to win the Super Bowl in.
0: Huh, you will never let that go. It is. Ever, I'm telling you. Ever. But you're,
1: but you're not petty, though. Correct. Number one petty. defense. Number one defense. We're gonna walk into Philly. <clears throat> Y'all suck ass. Your quarterback's robbing you. Y'all are fucking blind. Move on. You feel better about you, about everything now? I feel great. A million bucks.
0: Oh, man. Um, let's go ahead and get into another team. I know you've been waiting for their downfall, praying on their downfall, T Grizzly voice. Um,
1: I, Jordan, love their downfall. I can't even hate. That was ball really good. That, that was, was actually good. That was actually really good.
0: I can't even be tight. I can't that even be tight. Bars. That was really good. Um, the Green Bay Packers, last year they finished 8-9. and nine. This year they are projected for
1: 8-9. And nine. Do you think Matt LaFleur is terrified this year that he has to coach? Just, who's more terrified, him or fucking um <laughs> McCarthy? I mean, what, what's somebody in Dallas? Is it McCarthy? McCarthy, yeah. Yes, good God. Damn, now I have to coach. Because <laughs> it
0: always made me go back to that family guy joint where it was George Bush and it was like, Mr. President, you have to do all this. Please don't make me do things.
1: <laughs> no, dead ass. That's what it is. My
0: God, bro. Oh god. So yeah, last year they went eight and nine, and Bleach Report has them projected at eight and nine. Um the first thing here or whatever. Oh god. Speaking of that, man, also yeah, Sadie doesn't like it already, apparently. Like, Sadie's um, on that pack. Yeah, she, she's, she's definitely smoking on the floor
1: pack, apparently. Floor Is it time pack. to
0: be honest with ourselves? Do we actually believe in Jordan love?
1: No. <laughs> no, I don't. I've seen enough to say no, haven't you?
0: (laughs) Shout out my boy Lou here, man, because he's been. I I always like I trust his opinion because, like, usually he tells me like, "Hey, this guy is good. This guy isn't. This and that, and why?" Right?
1: I will never understand why he was drafted as high as he was, yo. I think they
0: were scared, or they just saw something. Apparently, they thought, "Oh, the league sleep," and it's like. Are
1: we in slumber or are you sleepwalking? Have we ever awoken then? Like, what's... Well, well no, no. Do you hear what I said? Are we are we sleep or are they sleepwalking? Right. Facts. Because,
0: I mean, should it be Jordan Mid instead of Jordan Love? I mean...
1: Jordan Hate? Jordan Anger? Jesus. I just don't get it, like... I understand the need to be hopeful, and I think he's serviceable. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to miss. Him okay, free Parker, Let's
0: be real. Let's be real. Right now, would you rather have Jordan Love, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, or um, Will Levis? Jordan
1: Love. Mm. Just because of his experience. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now, if it was between Jordan Love and Kirk Cousins. I would pick her cousins, but I would at least think about it. You know what? Fair enough, there too. Just saying. Um, I, I would part, take I would take Taylor Heineke over Jordan Love. There we go. I mean, I know offense. I feel like a lot of people would take um Heineke yeah. over him. I'm going to continue to call and, him. And Heineken. and he's in Atlanta too. Hmm. Mm,
0: so I have to hate him. That's what you're telling me.
1: That's tough. Yeah, I had to hate him because he was in Washington, though. And got the most bullshit rough in the past recall called on us ever. But <laughs> Jesus. That's besides the point.
0: Guys, my apologies for the squeak in the background. Sadie has found her duck and she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna bite this duck. You just gotta uh,
1: she she's a kid. Let her be.
0: Yeah, I'm like, you know what? If if it's keeping her entertained or whatever, we're just gonna let her rock. <laughs> Facts, right? Um, we're in a Uzi. Yeah, it's like her third day here.
1: It's like her third week here, actually. It's like my third <laughs> week out here. <laughs> I mean, they cool, I guess.
0: Um Will it be time to move past Matt Lafleur after another mediocre season? I love the fact that you already just are just just throwing it in there, mediocre ass season to come. Talk to us.
1: It's gonna have to be right. I mean, I mean, this yeah. this season we either we this season we figure out whether or not it was Rodgers that was the cancer, or if Lafleur's just not a good fucking coach. And I'm kind of willing to play every single piece of monetary value I own, maybe except for like a dollar or two, on the fact that LeFleur is just not a good coach. Mm. That's just kind of where I'm at.
0: Jeez, I I I can't disagree with you. Like, like every I mean, time I, I see mean, him, he's over there looking
1: cold and stressed out. <laughs> I mean, if if I lived <laughs> in Wisconsin, I would be cold and stressed out. Shit. That's a sick combo, actually. That is, bro. Cold and stressed out. Yep. God. no. And living in fucking Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. I'm good. Love. Hey, man. I'm know good. Know we love. About, we. I'm good. Love. Bro. I'm good. Love. <laughs> That's the title of the episode, bro. Yo.
0: You know. <laughs> you know. We always joke on everyone, be like, "Yo, is was it Devonte? Was it uh, what, what what was it uh, Rogers and everything?" And it's like, bro. Ooh. Would you Would you want to stay in Green Bay?
1: If you were a Cali kid? Hell no. Hell no. Absolutely not. You went from Nevada to fucking Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm good, love. Mm. I too am good, love. This last one.
0: Oh, I love when you just throw in some petty stuff like this or whatever. So Aaron Jones, um, running back or whatever for the Packers, told the media, quote, they have everything they need. And that <laughs> they are rebuilding. Do we buy
1: that? <laughs>
0: you guys can't. I'm so fucking petty. I
1: cannot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, it's a, it's a genuine question, bro.
0: Uh, is it?
1: I'm just saying. A woman has never come home from cheating and been like, babe, I'm cheating. I mean. So why is Aaron Jones going to tell y'all that he that they're rebuilding? It's, I mean I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, I'm i I'm
0: just putting that out there, bro. <laughs> oh God. So are you saying he's a little fool of he's a little fool of himself. A fool of himself. There we go. Um I might have said it right the first time. Fool too. I, oh. Yeah, I
1: mean okay.
0: I don't know what that means, Sadie May.
1: Let her get her opinion out, bro. Damn. Keep talking. What about it? See, yeah, now she's on the spot. She won't talk no more. Uh, please ignore Sadie's fat phobic comments about Aaron Jones. Um, wow, we that, do not. How you feeling? We do not stand those on the pod. Um, they're fucking rebuilding. I, I will, I will go as far as to say if the Packers even make the Super Bowl this year. Since you have all that you need, if they even make the Super Bowl this year, I will do something so grotesque or humiliating that I will never be able to show my voice or show my face or my voice on this pod or in public ever again. I mean, no one actually believes that, surely. No,
0: no, no not at all. I'm I'm smelling the cap right now, whatever. Mr., Mr. Ketto and the big
1: cappers. That's the next Larry Love scene, son. Yeah. The Velvet Revival, although there is no revival in this case, the motherfuckers is rebuilding. <coughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, bro. They they are rebuilding. No fat comment, Sadie. Now she just has the zoomies or whatever. She's doing oh. the opposite of Kelvin Benjamin. Nah, that 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 them post shit zoomies, yo. good god. Post it, fucking yeah. Nah, Eddie Lacy, I we- Eddie Lacy, take notes. Eddie Lacy, take notes. Kelvin Benjamin, are you playing no line? Kelvin Benjamin. The CFL man thought, doesn't want you. That man tried to blame Carolina. Oh, I was eating too much Bojangles. Oh, stupid ass. No, because then you're going to go to California and eat in and out and it's going to be their fault. Jesus. Then he's going to go to fucking Chicago. It's going to be Culver's. So, nah, just you like to eat. It's fine. We all do.
0: I say facts. I'm about to say, shit. How, many, how many glizzies did we tear down at last ECU
1: game? Bro, son is talking about. Son is talking about Bojangles like it's a crack addiction. Did you notice that? I hate you so like, much. Yeah, yeah. No, I just. Oh, man. I if I got one thing to share with y'all. Can I just get a three piece dark meat dinner with a picnic fry. And, oh my uh,
0: God. Okay, okay. I'm done with you. I'm large sweet with you. tea, light ice. I'm <laughs> done with
1: you. I'm done with you. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> Four piece of dinner, please. You got to get a bacon and cheese biscuit with that. You also got gravy biscuits? Throw one of them in, too. Good God. Oh. <laughs>
0: Also, I think besides you going in crazy now and then Sadie's barking or whatever, I think it was like, yeah, you spend too much time on the Packers after love and uh mediocrity. God knows. Re- rebuilding, rebuilding. Um, I'm gonna throw this in here too. Whatever shout out, all my Chicago homies or whatever. Jake, I love you. I know he's probably gonna listen to this and everything. And he's gonna be like, damn, why you gotta destroy my bears? The bears kept saying they fleeced us or whatever, you know. I mean, I smelled cap, but hey, you know, God bless, anyways. Um the Bears last year, who finished three and fourteen, mm. this year are projected at Kettle. Are, are you ready? Feed mm-hmm. me. Six and eleven. Mm. Yeah, six and eleven. So my first question here for you. God, sometimes, Keto, the pettiness, guys. Y'all are not prepared because I'm not. Where is this Justin Fields height coming from and why? Dude has literally statistically one of been one of the worst passers in the league since he came in. I don't understand how much. I don't understand why. <laughs> sure. But also. I kind of
1: vented Jesus in the show notes a little bit. That's Jesus on me. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> oh, go ahead, sir. Go ahead.
1: Listen. Okay. Uh, under so for some reason i keep getting bear shit popping up on the old people app i don't get it but i, I do nothing but argue old people up. i do nothing but argue with bears fans during my lunch period off the old people app bro i'm just going to say this okay hate me justin fields had one of the longest period. He he averaged one of the longest windows to throw the ball last year. He's a pure athlete. So when they they talk about O-lines oh, not giving him help, O-lines oh, not doing this, O-lines oh, not doing that. No, the dude had I think the third most time to throw the ball last year. No one talks about it. Carson, even Car- like Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, they were all kind of floating in the middle, right? Yeah, They had a league average. Justin Fields had more time to throw. I think he was only behind Daniel Jones and, believe it or not, Marcus Mariota. Hey. So you can't sit here and tell me, well, he's not getting the time. Do you know how many middle-of-the-field picks I watched this man throw because he threw it literally 20 yards short? The dude averages 152 passing yards a game. If I have to go through an entire NFL season and watch Bears fans scream on Twitter about how Justin Fields is elite because he had an 80-yard touchdown rush in a game but only threw for 100 yards and they lost by 20, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I don't understand where this is coming from. I have zero fucking clue where this is coming from. Well, he can be a Jalen Hurts. When did Has he learned to throw the ball? Because until then, he's not going to be a... And until then, he's not going to be a Jamarcus Russell. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus, something needs to happen. I'm I'm done pretending like Bears fans are are logical. Um, I'm done pretending like they're you know making sense when it comes to Justin Field at this point. Like, they had a great offseason, I think, and obviously the team around the quarterback is going to be huge, right? Yeah. But your argument cannot be time to throw because he had plenty of it and did jack fucking all with it. I I don't get it. I don't get. I don't know how you feel about him, but I mean, you you know, we we've talked so many times off the pod about. Okay, how can I can feel. I
0: jump in? Tag, tag me in, like this wrestling. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like wrestling, but tag me in. This is no hate on the quarterback for the Chicago Bears. All right, this is no hate on him. You knew off-rip I was feeling a certain way or whatever because of Ohio State quarterbacks. You know how I feel about that. The people know how I feel about that. Big Michigan guy over here, right? My cousin, who has no ties, no allegiance, anything, said, and I quote, before we even got young, you know, Bryce or whatever, big shout out my quarterback, Mook. You guys need to go ahead and take him, whatever. I don't care if he's a little bit on the shorter side or whatever. Name me the last great Ohio State quarterback, whatever. I will sort of naming off names, whatever. He's like, don't say J, don't say uh, JT, don't say Cordell. I mean, he's like, who was it? And I was like, damn,
1: I was stuck, got a little stuck. I'm I'm telling you, is that fair? I'm just saying, bro.
0: Like I heard no lies. That's the crazy part, and it's not even tra- Is it hate
1: if it's real? You know how I feel about.
0: I mean, he's he's an incredible athlete. I can never take that away from him. Incredible athlete, overall player though. I mean, it's gonna be an overall player. Quarterback though.
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Um from there, Bears,
0: let's talk about great offseason, especially free agency. Can their pickups prove to be the key moving forward? Um, let's talk about that. I mean, DJ Moore, man, you know? I'm gonna miss DJ. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna miss certain I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna miss certain. I told you there was little times where I looked and whatever and I was like, hey, DJ was doing good for us, but I would look over at Calvin Ridley in Atlanta I'm like,
1: damn. Hey I'll say this. I feel I always felt like DJ Moore is a good quarter, it's a good wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> also feel like DJ Moore was not mid, but I'll say average wide receiver. Um, Only because, like, I don't know, like, he was always serviceable. He was always there for y'all, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when I look at you know, the end of last season even, or, you know, we'll just say the beginning of this year. Okay, you had DJ Moore. Cool, right? Who else did you have? Oof. Running you back by committee. Terrace Marshall. Yeah. Rash- Rashard Higgins, mid. Andre Roberts, who? Shy Smith, who? LaVisca Cheneau, who? Like, you literally had no one. So D.J. Moore, being the only receiver that people know, D.J. Moore was going to be that guy who, you know, I guess kind of thrived, you know. So when you look at the trade and, 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 you know, giving up what they gave up, the picks I think are going to hurt. I don't think they're. I don't think they lost anything in DJ Moore that they're that they didn't get with Adam Thielen. I'm sorry. I think they got more with Adam Thielen than they ever had with DJ Moore. Adam Thielen gets his shot to be a number one wide receiver on a team again since JJ kind of came in and, and took that from him. Um, and I don't think there's hard feelings there at all. Obviously, but you know, it's 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 shocking. You know what I'm saying?
0: I, I agree with you there and I say like this to whatever you know I love that Thielen pickup up for I, mean, I want to turn this to the, the, the Panthers but you know everyone every time they're going to talk about the Bears you're going to talk about the Panthers but me and you talk when it happened or whatever love that Thielen pickup. love your boy coming from Philly and everything love DJ but my boys like said it best or whatever where it was like hey if DJ wasn't going to resign with us or if we didn't have, plan on resigning him whatever why not get as much as we could hence the number one pick for him at the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that fair? Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like a lot of people just turned it into shitting on us or whatever when it was like i mean i don't okay i i I hear you but
1: at the same time too like but it's because people people are so quick people are so fucking quick to look at names right honestly yeah, yeah so when people when people see that the carolina panthers gave up a name that they know In order to move up to the first pick. Oh, my God, the Panthers are ass. Oh, my God, what are the Panthers thinking? Oh, my God, this. And it's like, no, look at the fucking context. There was no one else in Carolina. There was no one else catching the ball in Carolina. No one else was doing fucking anything, bro. Yeah. So it's like they gave up a really average wide receiver and two picks. You know, and, and like I said, the Bears are better for it because I think DJ Moore is better than fucking Chase Claypool, who I'll never understand. How. <laughs>
0: Bro, no, 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 no. We talked about this. We talked about this Claypool. I know everyone was like, yo, we we're attacking Claypool because there it, it was some. I don't question. Have we ever talked about Claypool on the pod or was that just like tech in our group chat or whatever? Because you're, you're like, our group I never chat. understood it. And I said, you know what? He had that one. I ain't going to say year. He had that one little stretch of games in the season, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, Pittsburgh did it again. I mean, that's honestly it.
1: I'll never forget him playing the Vikings. And, like, they have no timeouts left. He catches the ball inbounds, and he stands up and starts celebrating with the ball in his hand, and everyone's telling him to get the ball back to the line of scrimmage so they can run another play. And he cut – he wasted, like, seven whole seconds like that. And it was kind of over at that point. Jesus. Yeah, that, that's that's rough,
0: man. That's rough. Um, yeah. <sighs> it's the last thing right here with the Bears or whatever. How do we think they will jostle to compete in the NFC North? I'm going to say, like, that's a great question. That's a great one or whatever. Um, not pity, I can, right? I can see them definitely going, splitting with the Packers. And I know some people like, oh, you know, like, like, bro, no, it's still the Packers or whatever. They'll find a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's let's not get it twisted. 1,000%. 1, 1, um, the Vikings are either going to sweep them or split them simply off of scheme. That fair? Uh, mm, I said sweep or split. I didn't say you were gonna, you know, get them both time. Well, okay, never mind. I I did. I lied.
1: I don't. I don't know. I. I just feel like, you know, we we talk about all the time. Any given Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, I look at last year, and, yeah, they got swept. But, I mean, I think the first time they played, they only lost by five or six points, something like that. So, I mean, well, they probably get swept again? Sure. But the I, I think the Vikings are a worse team this year than they were last year, truthfully. And the Lions – I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say it like this or so whatever. The Lions could
0: definitely beat them twice, but could the Lions also fuck around and just, like, do
1: something stupid? In Louisville? Yep. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it, it, and and again, that showed last year. The Lions played them um, in Chicago, and Chicago only lost by one point. And then they played them in Michigan, and they got throttled forty-one to ten. Yeah, must have prevented Field from running that day. Right. Oh, y'all can hear me. My bad. My bad. <laughs> That's. <hilarious. laughs>
0: So, what's your thoughts overall
1: about um, all four of these teams and everything? All right, so I've got one playoff team making it out of the NFC North. I shock like, you. Oh shit! But I've got the Vikings making it out of the North at ten and seven because in second place I have the Lions at ten and seven. But the difference lies in the Vikings having a 5-1 and one division record and the Lions having a 4-2 and two division record. And it knocks the Lions out of playoff contention. I hate it. Don't get me wrong. I don't like putting it. Um, but I do think it's... it. It is what it is, right? Um, right. So I have the Vikings finishing 10-7. and seven. That would make them the third seed. Um, make them the third seed in the division. Um, or in the conference for the playoffs. Lions, second place at 10-7. and seven. At 7-10, seven third place in the NFC North. Who is a moot? Packers. The Chicago Bears.
0: Get out. <laughs> you heard that?
1: Yeah, hey, hey, listen. They can only do so much with a uh, slightly taller Kyler Murray at quarterback. However, you are – Oh my god, you I you will not let that man rest. <laughs> However, I think their defense has gotten better. They've definitely given they, they beefed up the offensive line a little bit. They've definitely given I think opposing defenses to something to think about. And the offense really doesn't need to be good. It'll be just like the year they won the Super Bowl, right? The offense wasn't good, but the defense was unbelievable. Um true. So obviously that's not gonna happen this year. They don't but they don't they don't need to be great. They just need to be serviceable. I think the defense is where the Lions might make their money this year. It's just a feeling I have. I think they go 7-10, which means fourth place would be your Green Bay Packers. Fudge with Packers. the same number of wins as the spot they are in in the division. I have them going 4-13 and 13 under Jordan Love. Eh. And 1-5 eh. in the division.
0: Sheesh, 1-5 mm-hmm. is good great it's, it's tough
1: I'll, I'll admit it's tough but i'm kind of
0: terrified for jordan love or whatever just like with that my god being in wisconsin
1: hey, listen they like him, do they don't perform am i right i mean hey you said it hey <laughs> we uh, all thought yeah. it. i'll i'll take i'll take the hit for it for sure we all thought it we all thought it yes sir
0: Mm. Um, anything else that you you thinking about the North or just anything else in general, whatever, as we wrap this up? Um,
1: no, I mean, I think both North divisions, um, they have some interesting storylines. I always like starting with the North because I just feel like for some reason they're always the most boring. I think it's the weather. I, maybe that's what it is. Like, I don't know. The North divisions are always the most boring because, I mean, you look at, you look at the AFC North you have clear front runners, you have two mid-tablers, and then a bad team. Granted, I have the bad team finishing third this year, but, you know, whatever. And then you look at the NFC North, and you have two pretty competitive teams and two just shit teams. So, so it's just like, ugh. But, you know, like, next month, next in, in June, birthday month, Gemini season, we're going to be talking about um, the East, You know, and so we're going to be talking about the AFC East, where, you know, obviously you had Rodgers just hitting the Jets, Um, Jalen Ramsey and Tyreek Hill in Miami, Uh, of course, you know, Josh Allen, and then whatever the fucking Patriots are doing. And then, of course, you've got, you know, the NFC East. So, like, my Eagles rating NFC champions in a division with literally three fucking playoff teams making the playoffs, right? So, um, and then you've got, obviously, the South, your Panthers, uh, a, a bunch of teams that are really just trying to make it, you know, super young quarterbacks in both divisions. Think about that. I, I thought about that the other day, The the AFC and NFC South, other than the uh, f- other than the Bucs, right? There really isn't a quarterback on the roster other than the Bucks and the Saints that have been in the NFL two or more years that are projected to start. Panthers is Bryce Young. Falcons is Desmond Ritter. The Titans are most, 100%, in my opinion, going to start either Will Levis or Malik Willis, in my opinion. Um, I think Tannehill gets the boot. Texans, C.J. Stroud. Uh, and then you got the Jags and the Colts, Trevor Lawrence and Anthony Richardson. So, um It'll it'll be interesting, I think for sure. And then the West, of course, the West the West is always beefy. So the North is always the hardest for me to cover. I just feel. And like you said, it might be the weather. I might be subconsciously like tying it or something. But I mean, we were just talking about Michigan weather the other day. Yeah, badass. <laughs> so it's you know it is what it is. So that's why I like getting the North knocked out first. Um, but they they're, they seem like pretty straightforward divisions. Of course, it's football. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. But facts. Um, you know. This this was a uh, it, it was good to get this out of the way so we could get the, the, the big guns in in the coming months.
0: Hey, bro. Love it. You already know. Always having fun with these and everything. Always good to do these with you and everything. You got anything to plug or just anything coming up with you? Just whatever before we run this back in a couple of weeks.
1: Um, y'all send me money. I'm broke. <laughs> Mood. Big move. Y'all send me money. You can. We'll call it a charity. Sure. Just send it to me. Charity. You know. Charity. Charity, yo. Charity. I ain't talking about a fat girl neither.
0: <sighs> hey man. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk about my queens like that,
1: man. Don't <laughs> talk about what, my. What's that? Queens Charles like that? Barkley always talking about big old women in San Antonio. Hey guys, if you made it this far in the pod or whatever, Kendall has not <laughs>
0: seen. Sierra. Br- Sierra Bridges is a loser. If you comment.
1: We just anything leave. or whatever.
0: If you guys want us to review, Sierra Bridges is a loser. We're a lot of years behind, but I know Keto will enjoy. it. If you guys not listen, listen. Out, have, have you watched it? All oh, girl. I have not watched fully, but I've seen like review videos and laugh well, my listen, ass.
1: Well, listen. Come come over sometime next week. Carrie's at a conference all next week, so we you can literally come over and we'll just watch it. God knows, this already sounds insane. Maybe even a live review, yo. Oh, could you imagine? Oh my god! I'm gonna just say it like this. I'm gonna just say it like this.
0: I'm not. This is not a spoiler. This is not a spoiler because this happens in all the fucking not just Netflix movies. All the movies these days. Black man, the only person of reason.
1: <laughs> Except for the Drake looking dude and tall girl. But even then, it was a black woman. It was, was like, that's all I'm saying.
0: Okay, look, look. The, 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 the dark skinned black person. Uh, yeah. Always. The, the,
1: the dark skinned black individual.
0: Excuse me. The black best friend. Remember? Because she was the black best friend. Uh-huh. The black best friend yep, in this the black one. Best it's a, the it's a black best friend in this one as well. Damn. My black friend. My black friend. God I'm bless. Uh, Shout out, family guy. Oh, man. But, um,. Hey, I'll end this off and everything, man. We talked about it earlier and everything. Check out your boy. We're going to be um, commentating again. Nick Terrio's double team co-op tournament this Saturday, Eastern Standard Time at noon. Check out your boy commentating, whatever. I don't know who I'm going to be in the booth with. It's going to be so myself funny. and Eddie Rez again or whatever. Big shout out the, the quote of the year so far or whatever milfs aka man i love fishing shirts to come and merch to come real soon another big shout out to eddie um you know age i love you big heli Because also um heli if you're listening to everything he's already challenged me confirm when we meet iRL or whatever that he wants to smoke in cornhole and i'm i'm telling him he wants no type of energy with cornhole like i'm I'm just letting it be established Helly. i love you but nah that's not gonna that's, it's not gonna you, you want none of that energy playboy Everything is love, though. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be a fun tournament. Make sure to, like, tune in or whatever. Also, um, big shout-out to the winner of the Top Riz tournament and everything, Timmy J. I need to confirm or whatever, but um, when we spoke a couple weeks ago, whatever, he said he might be playing with his father. So, I mean, just think about the dopeness of that and everything. It's going to be a dope-ass tournament overall or whatever. Of course, we got some heat coming up next week or whatever. Can't reveal the guest on that. We don't like to do that until, like, you know, it's already just already in the books or whatever. Appreciate Keto for these and everything. Live from the nose, I need to go get Sadie, guys, because she's over here literally trying to attack one of M's plants. And I'm not trying to get into two fights um tonight. So, <laughs> we can go ahead and wrap this up and everything. Also, remember, like always, rate, like, comment, subscribe, telephone. A- Friend to tell a friend, boom, boom, boom. you know, links and everything, the bio description, all that good stuff below. Um, new playlist coming real soon, like or whatever. And with that one being said, he goes by Keto. You're sure? I go by Mookie. Or, I say this about to get popped in or hit with the water bottle, guys or whatever, because she's over here really on this plant. And until next time.